Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneurial Hangout, a place where we help entrepreneurs become more successful so that they can make a difference in the world. How many of you know that as entrepreneurs, we can make a difference? Hey, excited to be back with you and I'm here with uh, Marco Martins again and Marco is one of our Uncovering Greatness trainers. Marco's passion is building kids, but building building all types of kids, but in, in this environment, largely building teenagers and uh, and helping teenagers move to another level. So welcome, Marco. Nice to have you back on Entrepreneurial Hangout. Cool. Thanks, Barry. Cool. Awesome. How's your journey going? Yeah. Yeah, it's a learning journey. <laughs> it's fun. There are moments where it's intense. There are moments where there's incredible breakthroughs. But overall, it's uh, every day. Every day is is a learning journey. Excellent. So, so Marco, one of the topics that we often talk about, and, and and I know it's a topic I'm very passionate about. And you know, it, my journey, I suppose, over the last couple of years, alongside or with Robert Kiyosaki and learning from Robert is that question that he often asks, what did school teach you about money? What did school teach you about money? And the answer is... Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and if we're really honest, it's nothing. You know, you know often people put up their hand and go, well, I, you know, I learned a bit of accounting. I learned the reality is, is when you really understand money and creating wealth, school didn't teach you anything about money, did it? No, no, no. There was not school's focus to teach me about money. Okay, good. And is it school's focus today to teach about money? I don't think so. Okay, it's school's focus to teach what? Go to? Go to school. Study? Hard. Get a good? Job. But in order to get a good job, you have to get a good what? Education. You have to get a good education, which means good grades, good education, so you get a good job, so you make lots of? Money. So you can buy nice? Car, house, fat. Nice car, car house, yeah. create a nice lifestyle, save some money, put it away in a nice retirement annuity pension fund, and when you're 65, you're going to retire A-OK and everything's going to be OK. Is that still the system of school? Well, I think it's. I think predominantly it's the focus. For, for many schools, it's still the focus, let me say that. For the majority of schools. Now, so now let's clarify this. Some of you are listening to this going, well, my little Johnny or, you know, or Masito or Mavis or whoever it is, goes to a really great private school and they do this. Okay, you're a very small group of people. Am I correct? Yeah. Because mass schooling is globally is controlled through governments and controlled through a curriculum, which private school in South Africa is also controlled through a curriculum, but they also have the wherewithal and the, and the leeway and the finances to be able to teach some other things. But still, predominantly, the focus of the system is to equip to get a good job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. And many, many teachers still will still talk about it and they'll use that in their in, in their conversations with children, like that if, if they don't if they don't study hard then they won't get, they won't get a good job one day. Well well I, I mean I don't know if I shared this with you, Marco, but but I was chatting to Michaela, my, my, my oldest daughter the other day, and uh, and, and Michaela was telling me, let me see if I can find she sent me a message. She says, Dad, you're not gonna believe what my what my lecturer said today. And uh, this is what one of her lecturers said, and I, I was like, I was like, you gotta be me. It was like you're joking. She goes, no. So, so, I, this is not verbatim, but basically, this is what, this is what she said. She heard the lecturer say, 
and it goes something like this. Let me find this because this is this is pretty. I, I I just thought this was pretty interesting because the middle class are lucky because they can invest in things like he actually named a company, but invest in things like stocks and shares and retirement annuities. Okay, now if you understand about wealth and creating a lot of wealth, that's flawed thinking. Okay, you're you're learning that and, yeah. and you're going through that process. Then he made another statement that went something like this. You can't be successful if you don't go to university. You will probably end up doing drugs. Wow. I was like, you've got to be kidding. So You see, that's some of the might not, that might be unique, but I don't think it's that unique. That is an extreme view, but I still think that this is the view in another statement he made is a job is important to earn money. Now I'm going to clarify this. A job is a vehicle for earning money, but there's certain skills in life that if you can't do, you will not maximize that ability to earn money. But why do I talk about this? Because school has some really great things about it and is a great place to be in order to follow certain paths and to get some great benefits out of it. But there's the other side to school, like everything in life. It's in duality. Where there's good, there's always bad. Where there's positive, there's always negative. So this is not about lambasting school, but this is about our discussion today. I just want to chat about you having been a teacher for for close on 10 years now. Yeah. And uh, and specialized in English and drama. And and I know you, you're, you're one of the most passionate teachers that I've met in my life. You actually love teaching children. You... you you have a passion for for kids, and uh, and that's really really your your passion, isn't it? Yes. Is yeah. I mean, you actually operate at that level, uh, <laughs> and, and, and 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 it's a gift. Is you operate at that level, you you understand, you connect with them, and it's a, and it's a, it's an amazing gift. It's an amazing gift. But now you have gone out to become a teacher, teaching entrepreneurs. But in that journey, as as in a previous podcast we talked about, in that journey, you're learning some key skills that you never learned at school. Hmm. So, so, I just want to ask you, why don't you just, you know, tell us what are the three or four key benefits of going to school? Sure. Yeah, they, look, there are many benefits to going to school. The biggest one that, that I think, and it's so relevant today, is school teaches you how to, how to create, sustain, and manage relationships with other people. Okay. That is, that is massive. Learning how to do that and learning how to overcome... Uh, overcome obstacles within those relationships. Those that key skill for me is is the one that stands out about all others. Do they really teach that, Michael? I, I, I tell you the reason I put this on the table mm. is when I look at many schools, the level of communication and the level of relationships is getting worse and worse and worse. Kids stabbing teachers, kids standing up, uh, having rampages in classrooms, kids bullying and beating the crap out of each other, and so. My question is, 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 yes, it, it allows you to be able to be in that environment, but are we really teaching our children how to communicate, respect, and enhance relationships? 100%. You've got, you got a great point there. Let me clarify my point. School gives you the, the platform so that you can learn yourself in an environment like that. Okay. I think that's, that's a key distinction there. I've, well, so, so thanks for pointing that out. School is, going to give you, school is going to give you the place where you have daily interactions with people. And at the end of the day, you get, you get to choose how you respond to them. It choo- you, get to, you get to meet people at school that you're not going to get along with. How are you going to handle those? Now, 
you bring up a great point. Does school teach you those things? Does it teach you how to mediate conflicts? Does it teach you how to how, the difference between a, a rejection and an objection? Yeah. I don't think it teaches you those things, but does it give you the opportunity to meet those on a day-to-day basis? Does yes. Does it teach you the difference between abuse and feedback? Sure. That's a great point. I, Some people get offended with feedback, but it's actually feedback. We don't get taught at school. I, I don't remember getting taught at school how to take feedback. You know, when someone called me an asshole, maybe I was being an asshole. And I would I would react. And sometimes I'd get the crap kicked out of me. Sometimes I wouldn't. But 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 that's how but no one actually taught me how to manage my emotions, how to take feedback, how to take constructive criticism. I love what you say, how to handle objections, how to handle rejection. But but I, 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 I agree with you wholeheartedly. It is a place where you can be put in and you'll learn it somehow. Now, now the directed learning is a little bit different, right? So, so answer, to answer your question, those fundamental skills that you're going to get from school are how to read and write, which yeah. if, you don't, if you don't know those things, you, you, you have your hands tied behind your back unless you're willing to learn how to do them outside what, of school. Well, it's essential. Yeah. Reading and writing, becoming literate is, is a core skill in life, isn't it? 100%. I, I, I mean, I watch how some of these kids... And, and not only kids, I, I watch how some adults communicate on this thing, on things like Facebook Messenger and all that sort of stuff. I go, what planet are you communicating from? So people, so, so, and some people are, are, some people haven't had that benefit of being educated in terms of great degree of writing, reading and writing. However, that's the fundamental premise of school, isn't it? go through school and learn how to read and write. I'm seeing kids coming out of school that can't do that. That's not right. Yeah. Is it? No, no. That's, if they can't do that when they leave school, then, then it's, it's basically been a place where they've been babysat for, for a whole lot of years. Or no one's actually taught them how to read and write and construct sentences and communicate in, in, the, in the right way. Mm. And, and I'll be honest, Barry, it's... It's twofold. The, the the issues that we deal with here are communication issues. Yeah. At the core of at the core of this whole issue around school, and we see that school systems are changing. Cottage schools are becoming prevalent all over. We have is that, is that homeschooling? Is that another it's, word for it's homeschooling? It's the it's the homeschooling community. So okay. you're not you maybe a teacher would go and start a, a cottage school, and they would have four or five kids. Okay. So it's it's basically it's it's these small pockets where education yeah. is happening. We have a lot of people who are drifting or, or being pulled into that because. The, the overall, overall value of school versus, versus what, what they, they're, they're putting out for it is being challenged now. And it all, for me, comes down to communication. If we, if we improve our communication with kids, we can get so much more out of them. If we, if we teach them how to communicate, we, we, we bridge this huge divide that is it's, it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. And, and a lot of that is, is technology-related. A lot of that is, is the fast world we're living in. Um, a lot of that is, is I think... Um, parents have been driven to both work full-time careers, um, stresses and strains in life. So, 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 so life has changed dramatically. I, I know for me, compared to when I was a kid, compared to where my kids are now, they're very different worlds. But it's amazing. We're still the same beings. We still have a mouth. We still have ears. We still have a heart, feelings, emotion. And, and, and that is communication, isn't it? 
the number one skill, I mean, I mean Alan Walters teaches yep. this, the single most important skill in life is a human's being ability to communicate. To be able to communicate what you want and to be able to get what you want and help other people get what they want, that is the core art of communication, isn't it? Yeah. And, and would you say that in a lot of cases we're failing our kids because they really are not learning how to communicate? Yeah. Look, I, I'll be honest with you. I think we are. And, and it frustrates me because a child is born curious. A child is born with a level of curiosity that is wonderful. I was talking to, I was talking to someone yesterday and his little girl was, was asking me a load of questions. And for me, I was happy to answer those questions. Pretty but amazing, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is amazing. But after after a couple of questions, he he jokingly said to her, "Okay, just it's okay. Leave leave Marco alone now." And and I thought, what does that actually mean in the in the scheme of things? Yeah. That that curiosity is the essence of our learning. It starts there. That question of why does this happen? Why does that happen? And that for me is the start of where, where communication comes from. So whether it's teachers, whether it's parents, whether it's, it's um, if you look culturally, kids kids are subjected to this this idea that dissing people is, is not only acceptable, but it's a great way it's, it, it should be celebrated. Yeah. Why are we dealing with so much depression, so much bullying, so much so much teenage suicide? It's it's because communication is There's a something huge you and I need to issue. Sort out. <laughs> Sorry, Shirley <laughs> and I have this constant joke between us, and uh, sometimes people would think that we're we're kids in the way we communicate. Anyway, as an aside, as an aside, but but again, you know, we we don't teach kids the fundamentals of creating an agreement so that there's a space for that to happen, yeah. and and I think we are failing our kids, not just. Not just as teachers, but as parents, because we believe that we believe wholeheartedly. We we, we give over uh, accountability to to systems, school systems, or whatever other systems, to raise our kids. When the truth is, we need to be aware of everything that's going on. And there are so many good parents out there who are doing just that. So I want I want to take you back to that story you told just now about you sitting with your friend yesterday, and his little girl asking you question after question, and him him saying, "Hey, sweetheart." It's enough questions now. Stop. You know, now, now that probably didn't have a lot of malice in it. No. But if if I follow that progression over the next fifteen years, this is what I see: is that when she gets a little bit older, she'll be told, "Stop, Marcus. Here, he's busy, and and don't ask him any more questions." And over a period of time, the more insistent she becomes, the harsher that that communication will become. To eventually, the conditioning is I'm not allowed to ask questions. Yeah, the habit. That's what the habit becomes. And, and and then what happens is we go to school, and and you're not actually encouraged to ask questions. Now, some teachers will get offended with me about this. Well, that's life. But my experience of school, and and I've worked with thousands of people who've been through school, thousands of adults, and asked them the same question. When you're at school, how many of you are encouraged to ask questions? Very rarely do I ever get a hand put up in the class. Why? Because the nature of school is the nature of telling. You know, I tell you, you tell me. If you tell me correct, you pass. Now, I know it's, for some of you will go, that's very simplified. Well, look, the art of communication, for some of you, if you don't realize this, and I learned this from Robert Kiyosaki, if a six-year-old can't understand what you're communicating, you're too complicated. But, but in simple terms, in simple terms at school, if you tell the teacher what the teacher told you and you teach the, tell the teacher correctly, you pass, don't you? If you tell the teacher contrary to what they tell you, you fail. And school is a place where you need to pass. Don't make mistakes. Pass. So you end up being conditioned to tell. Find the right answer, tell the right answer, tell the right answer, tell the right answer. 
So that little girl is so inquisitive, wants to find out, ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. And over a period of time, unknowingly for many parents, will condition them to step back, don't ask too many questions, speak when you told, when you when you talk to, when you ask a question, then you must answer it. And the, the more the writer you answer the question, you smarter you are, and look how clever you are. Smart little girl, great job, because we go the other way around. Whereas the real art of communication is is asking questions, isn't it? The real art of education is actually is, is and, and I love this description of education. Education comes from the word educato in Latin which means to educe, and educe means to pull out. And, and most education these days is to push in, isn't it? Push in more and more and more and more information. So we actually just compound it, compound it, compound it. Whereas real education is about drawing out what you have inside of you. Because we all have these gifts and, and goals and desires, don't we? Oh, yeah. And, okay. and, and I don't know, I just, each one of us, I believe, is built, born with a unique gift. And what we're taught is, from a very young age, start deciding who you want to become and what you want to do in life. Not uncover your gift. You know, yeah. from a young age, you're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a doctor. Yes, study all, you're good at maths. You'll be a great accountant. You know, and the saddest thing about that, Barry, is the teenagers that I talked to today, the, the stuff that I heard when I was a teenager or, or the, the conversations that I had with my parents yeah. are still prevalent today. Why do you want to become an accountant? Oh, because I'll, I'll make good money as yeah. an accountant. Yeah, because it's a great job. Mm. Well, do you like accounting? Not really. I actually don't know much about accounting, but it's a great job, and I heard I can make lots of money. I, I don't know about you, Marco, but that's sad for me. Yeah, very sad. You know, that, that's, that's sad. So, so we were going to get to four. We were going to get to four reasons. I, th- I think what we're going to do have to do is do another podcast around the other, <laughs> the other three. But but I think you got this. I, I love what you say. One of the most important things about school is reading and writing and becoming literate. The other part is is maths, isn't it? Numbers numbers is a critical game, and you've got to understand numbers. Yeah. I I don't know if you if you have to understand x plus y equals z minus four y equals three z. How many of you can understand that? I was not very good at that. But what I've learned. In, in life and in business, I have to understand the core fundamentals of, of mathematics, which is addition, subtraction. When, if you want to become an engineer and you go into those, you have to go into more advanced maths. I understand that. But the core basis of being able to add, subtract, divide, and multiply is essential, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and a school is designed to equip you to be able to do that at the worst. You should be able to come out of school and add 5 plus 5. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay, good. So, so those are, are two core fundamentals that school, that are good about school, that school should deliver. Now, we're not going to get into the debate whether school does deliver or doesn't deliver, um, because I think in many cases, especially in many government schools, many kids are being left short on those aspects. But, that, but that's not what this is about. That's just my opinion and, uh, and, and watching what happens in the world. But, but if kids come out with those core fundamentals... They, they, they're equipped to do some they're, they're equipped with a really base good, good base level aren't they yeah look if t- talking to a parent the other day he was saying that look his daughter can do some really amazing things with, um, with AP maths applied yeah. maths right yeah. we, we knew it as, as higher grade maths before okay never got there yeah okay right <laughs> I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I didn't get quite that far but, but it was fascinating listening to him because he's created a business for, for his daughter that works in conjunction with his 
and he was saying how you know for her to work out the the square um, the the area yeah. of uh, of the roof that she would need to do some work on she struggled with that now what you're saying is true fundamentally we need those skills we don't need to we don't need to know geometry uh, as far or, or trigonometry as far as that but fundamentally in order to to operate our lives in order to take in order to take responsibility for our finances, yeah. we need to know our numbers. We need to know how the numbers work. And we can't be afraid of those numbers. How many kids, unfortunately, leave school with this fear of numbers? Well, well I see it today with adults. Because I watch, I, I, I mean, in the program that I teach, Awaken Your Financial Genius, which you know well, the, the 10-week program around becoming financially, becoming financially literate and uncovering that genius within around, around money. I watch people filling out a, a financial statement and most adults that come into the room can't add up basic numbers. They can't take their income plus their passive income and multiply and subtract it in their heads. They have to use a calculator. And, and, and for me, that, that, that's, that's a core fundamental that, that somewhere, it, maybe because of technology and because we become lazy, but those are core skills that we should be able to get out of school, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should, we should. And, and all of these core skills are there. But it all comes down to communication. Yeah. Or teachers, students, we improve their ability to communicate in order to, to sell those ideas across to the students, to hear what the students want. want. And if we bridge that communication gap, schools become far more effective. So communication is two-way. 100%. Or three-way. Or it, it's, it's dialogue between people. But I think, not I think, what, I, what I've observed and, and I've spent over a decade uh, teaching sales and teaching communication and, and working with teams on how to communicate better in, in largely in the entrepreneurial and the business environment and I've been a salesman for 25 years what I've seen is many people communicate one way yeah and it, and it goes back to that telling it goes back I'm going to tell you what I want you to hear because I know and you're going to do what I tell you or you must and and and, and that's what we do and largely we, we've lost the art of being able to create dialogue and truly understand what someone else is saying and thinking. Would that, would that be fair? Uh, it's it's completely fair. And for for me, one thing one thing that I've learned, you know, over these past couple of months is that only a certain bit of information in telling is relevant at a certain time. I was yeah. talking to a client this morning in Australia, and I, I had I had I was I was going to tell her that I only had a little bit of time to to spend with her. I could have told her, no, I'm going to record a podcast. But the truth is, she that doesn't matter to her. I have yes. a meeting. Yes. Now, we don't have the rapport. So she only needs the information that's relevant at that time. Maybe just now she would sit there and go, oh, what were you doing at your meeting? Once we have a relationship. And fundamentally, we need to understand that communication is a process. Very good. And yeah. when we learn those things, we apply them. That's why, that's why this program, Income Explosion for Teens, is so powerful, Barry. It teaches, it te it's going to teach children, it's going to, it's going to change the lives of every child out there, it's going to change the lives of families. Family dynamics are going to change because of this program, because what we're doing is we're going down to a level, the fundamental level that people never address because they think, oh, because I can speak, I can communicate, it's two different things. Very good. This program and watching these kids change during the program, I'm excited because that for me changes not just, not just a family. It changes a community, and that changes the entire country and the world at large. That, we, we address that. Kids can go to school, they can get the education that they want because now suddenly they are in charge of their learning. 
Very good. So, so when you talk income explosion for teens, you know, one of the things that we teach is sales equals income, income equals life. Now, when people hear the word income, immediately for most people, what you're going to do is you're going to associate it to money. And you're correct. In business terms, income is money. However, in life, income is way more than just money. Is money important? Yes, it is. Whatever you want to do in life, you need to increase your level of income. But sales equals income because income in a relationship, for example, when you're married, is what is the income that a woman wants and what is the income that a man wants. Because when we are selling, when we're communicating, we expend energy. When you expend anything, you want something in return. And that thing that comes back in is called income. It's called what? Income. It's called income. So one of the things that we teach kids is whatever income you want, you want an income of trust. What do you have to sell? You want an income of respect. If you're a man in a relationship, what do you have to sell? Your wife wants love. You have to sell love in order to get respect back. So... If you want money, you've got to sell product, service. So, so whatever income you want, if you, guys, if you guys get this, when we talk about sales, sales equals communication. It's another word for communication. Communication equals, equals income. Income equals life. Too many relationships break down because of communication. Too many people break down because they cannot communicate to themselves. Why? Because the number one sale, the number one form of communication is can you communicate to yourself first and then learn to communicate to others so in the program, Income Explosion for Teens, that I run with Marco, it's based on the program that I've been running for over a decade, where I've put tens of thousands of entrepreneurs through it, called Sales and Leadership Mastery Program. We run this program, it's a two-day program, designed to teach kids how to sell, so that they can generate the income that they need in their life, so that they can build the life of their dreams and their desires in spite of the education they get or they don't get, in spite of the job that they think they should have or don't have, they become in control of the income they need to earn. So Marco, once again, thanks for joining me on Entrepreneurial Hangout. I really hope you guys got value out of this. Those of you that have kids, are going to have kids, have had kids, have grandkids or have teenagers, I'm going to encourage you, if you're interested in, in giving your, your teenage the ability to learn some skills that pretty much they won't learn at school why don't you send them on our next Income Explosion for Teens happening in December in Johannesburg, South Africa. Click on the link below or email marco, M-A-R-C-O, at uncoveringgreatness. That's uncoveringgreatness.co.za. He'll be in touch and we'd love to have your teen on our next program. Seats are limited. It is on what date? The 11th and 12th of December. The 11th and 12th of December, 2019, in Johannesburg, South Africa. If you have a teenager, doesn't matter where they're at, and you want to equip them with two days, two life-changing days, where they will learn why sales equals income and income equals life, and why sales or communication is a life skill and is the lifeblood to create the income that they need in life, then send your, send your child to spend two and a half days with us. I promise you, they will come back with a very different outlook on life and be able to use whatever education they have in order to create a different life for themselves and their children going forward. So thank you for spending some time on Entrepreneurial Hangout. As always, uncover your greatness. You have greatness within and go after the greatness that other people have and help them uncover, uncover their greatness. Have an awesome, awesome day, week, wherever you are in the world and looking forward to have you on the next Entrepreneurial Hangout session. Be awesome.